Hey, hey, it's Allison Katzkowski. Thank you so much for tuning in to this edition of the Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. I hope you're having a fabulous Tuesday morning, wherever you're listening to me from. So today, I am going to make this month our focus strictly on the different aspects of self-care. Now, we've talked a lot on this show about the power of your mindset, about setting goals, about recharging, resetting, all of the things that really come to our mind logically when we think about what self-care is. But this month, I'm going to take a more deep dive, and we're going to look at each aspect of self-care a little differently. And today, we're going to talk about self-care for your mind, because I think this is something that most of us don't really think about. And so I thought it would be appropriate to discuss today, being that we're starting a new month, we're starting a brand new season, and we're on the last three months of this year, believe it or not. Time absolutely flies, does it not? So today, with respect to self-care for your mind, I just want to make a couple of general statements before I get into some little simple tips and strategies that I want to leave you with today. Um, And one is, is that I frequently hear from so many people why they've tried so many things and nothing seems to really work. Or they get frustrated because they feel like they're doing all the right things, but they don't feel like they're seeing the results and the outcome that they really want. Or maybe they feel like everything else in their life is done well, except they don't understand why they fall short when it comes to looking after themselves. And I think deep down, we all probably struggle with this. And if you think about it, the way we live our lives and our culture, the busyness of everyday life, everything just going at what seems like a million miles a minute, it's easy to let our, how we look, how we take care of ourselves, it's easy to let that just fall by the wayside. So right now, that's why I thought it would be appropriate to start off the month talking about how we can give our minds some self-care. We carry around a lot of stuff in our head. I mean, we think up to 50,000 thoughts in a day at least, sometimes more. And the reality is, is we don't remember half of them. And then it's a wonder why we wonder at the end of the day or we wonder at the end of the week why there's so many things that we've either forgotten or that didn't get, you know, followed all the way through to the end or what have you, however you want to call it. And that's largely because we just carry around so much in our heads. And that's why it's important to address how you take care of your mind. You know, we stop to think about self-care in general being for our, for our bodies. We think about what we're doing for movement or activity or exercise, and we think about what we're eating. And that's where we tend to let self-care stop. And right now, what I want to encourage you to do is really expand on what you think the general meaning of self-care can be for you. And it really does start with your mind. So I felt like this would be an appropriate place to start for the month. So if you're feeling like something's missing, I want you to really examine what it is that you're bringing to the table. What are you bringing to the table for yourself every day? Because if you're falling short somewhere, that's the first place you should look. And I'm not saying this to call you out. I'm not saying this to say you're a bad person. I'm not saying that at all. But what I am saying is that we, we need to examine what we're doing every day ourselves. What are we bringing to the table with the relationship with ourselves? And that's where it starts. And that's where it make the, makes the most sense to talk about self-care for the mind. So the other thing I want to mention is, is that 
this is not a one-time deal. This is not something you just do for the time being until you start to get the results that you want or you start to feel like it's making a difference and then you stop. And a lot of times when it comes to, and I'll just use this as an example, a lot of times it comes to the workout that we do, what we're doing at the gym, what we're doing with our eating, we tend to think is a short-term solution. Most of us start because we have a goal coming up and that's what motivates us to get going again. And then it's human nature once we reach our goal to kind of slack off a little bit. And when it comes to self-care for your mind, this is probably even more important that we not take this belief. It's probably of utmost importance that we not treat this as a one-time deal. So the tips and strategies that I'm going to leave you with today, these are just simple little things for you to think about, is that these are hopefully things you can adopt on the regular. These are things that hopefully you can practice almost every day um, to help you make a difference in just how you examine things and how you make your choices and how you look at how you can help to clear the clutter in your head, because we all have clutter in our head. Habits are really hard to break, too. So um, we get really good at what we do often. I've said that a million times. I'll probably say it a million more times. So the best way to remedy this is to start by adding small, simple changes that you can practice every day. Because we avoid the overwhelm. We avoid the issue of trying to tell ourselves that we can't do it, that it's too hard. And we avoid the fact that we think we have to research it to death before we do it. And I'm guilty of doing that too. I am one that I want to research something before I start. And sometimes what we have to remember is that we just need to make a decision and go. And sometimes the next steps become revealed once we start. Okay. So I want you to think about that with respect to self-care for your mind. A lot of times too, before I get into what I'm going to leave you with today, if something's not really working for us, we tend to discount it and think that well, there's a problem with the particular strategy that we're doing, or there's a problem with the particular food we're eating, or there's a problem with the particular gym or workout or approach that we're doing. And most of the time, it's not that. It's just the fact that what isn't working for us is what's become a habit. And that's why we tell ourselves that it's so hard to change, that it's so hard to do something different, that it's so hard to learn to take the steps that we need to just try to do something different. We are creatures of habit. It's just the way we're wired. And I'll say it again. We get really good at what we do often. So if there's something that we do often that isn't working for us, then the first thing that we need to do is examine, number one, what it is that we're actually doing. And number two, what are the easy, simple steps that we can break that down and start to change it? And that's where what I'm going to leave you with today hopefully will help you get started in that respect. The present is really all we have. We tend to think about what's already happened. We tend to think about what's coming up next week or next month or even tomorrow. But really, what we have the most control over is what's right in front of us, and that's today. That's the present moment, and that's really what we have control over because that's where we can direct our energy. And what we do today is going to make a difference as to what happens tomorrow or the end of the week, or next week, or next month. So if you find yourself consistently fast-forwarding in your mind to what's coming up, I've got this project due next week, I've got this trip coming up that I need to plan for, I've got this um, issue that I have to deal with, and I'm not quite sure what to do, but I've got some time before I figure it out, that's where our mind tends to go. And so what I'm encouraging you to try to do is to, if you want to get out of that habit, 
If you find yourself consistently doing that to where you can't enjoy the moment, to where you can't find the time every day to look after yourself, then the first place I'm going to tell you to look is right in front of you at today. And that's where our intentions come in again. And I've talked to you about this before, but I just want to remind you that intentions are set in the present. They are based in what is going to happen today. A goal is what's coming up for the future. And when we talk about goals, we use futuristic language like I will, I plan, this is coming up later, those types of terms. But when it comes to intentions, we need to think about the present. I am, I am doing, this is happening today. Always use present tense language and this will help keep you focused more on actually what's right in front of you. Okay, so think about it that way. The present is really all we have. And so the best way to change what we're doing is to examine what we're doing in the present. Okay, so here are just some simple little tips and strategies that I hopefully I can leave you with today to help give you some self-care for your mind. That's how I want you to look at it. So number one is to be selfish. Yes, I said it. Be selfish. Now, I don't mean be selfish all the time, but if we're talking about present tense, then think about it like this. Do one thing today that makes you happy. One thing. Okay. I'm not telling you to take the entire day off, even if that's what you really want, but do one thing today that's selfish. One thing that is purely just going to make you feel good and decide what that is. It doesn't have to be anything big. It could be, you know, stopping to get a coffee during the day. It could mean um, taking a little extra time at lunch and eating outside. It could mean reconnecting with an old friend by picking up the phone. Okay. That really isn't going to serve. And think about something that is only going to serve you today. Okay. And pick one thing. It doesn't have to be hard. It doesn't have to be complicated. Just pick one thing. Okay. And then stop and notice how it makes you feel and take note of that because you're remaining in the present when you do that. Okay. Tip number two, fix a small annoyance that's really bugging you. And we all have these. We all have things, thoughts that kind of pop into our head at random times during the day. It may be an issue that we haven't quite gotten any resolve on. It may be a decision that we haven't made. It may be just something really simple that just keeps eating at you. Now, I want you to stop for a minute and ask yourself, is this something that I can do something about today? Or is this something that I'm going to have to work out over time? Okay. And if it's something that you have to work out over time, then I want you to think about what you can do today to help move you in that right direction when it comes to this particular annoyance, whatever it is. It might just be something really simple. It might be something in your house that you just notice every time you walk by, every time, you know, it might be in a certain room in the house and you don't like the way it looks. You know, it may be something super simple. So don't overthink it. Don't make it sound like this is something really tough. If it is something that is going to have to be sorted out over time, then I want you to ask yourself, what is it that you can do today to help move you in that right direction? Because that's still learning to fix the annoyance, whatever it is. Okay. So if there's something that's really eating at you or really bugging you, then I want you to do something to fix it today. Okay. Okay. Tip number three, change the way that you make choices for a day. Now, this may sound really difficult to comprehend, but I want you to stay with me for a minute. If you're used to making decisions with your heart, then I want you to flip that on its head today and make a decision just from your head. And if it's the other way around, if you're used to just using facts and logic and information, then flip that on its head and ask yourself how that makes you feel. 
and make that decision from your heart today, just one day, and just see how that makes you feel. The reason that this is a good exercise and why this is great self-care for your head is that it stretches what I like to call the confidence muscle. It stretches that area in your brain that forces you to do things different. It might make you a little uncomfortable. It might freak you out a little bit. It may not make any logical sense to you. But this is how we find that we grow. And even if we don't like it, and even if after we do it, we say, well, that didn't really work. You know what? At least we learned a lesson. So I want you to think about the way you make choices and see what you can do to change that for one day. Okay. And you don't have to apply that to every single choice that you make today. Maybe pick just one or two choices that you do today and then try to look at how you can make that choice different. And just stop for a minute and notice what you're noticing. Notice how it makes you feel. Notice if any certain thoughts come into your mind. Notice if it forces you to have a conversation maybe that you haven't wanted to have or wasn't quite sure how to have. Sometimes these moments of inspiration just strike us and we need to act on it because when we hesitate, that's when we either we can either run into a problem or we can miss out on something that can potentially be life-changing. So always be aware that making a choice in a different way can really be therapeutic. It can really give you information that maybe you've been looking for or missing, okay? Tip number four is to start a compliments file. Now, I talk a lot about journaling on this show. I talk a lot about it in my Facebook community and with my clients and my friends. But this is a little bit different. Now, I've talked before about an accomplishment journal, and this is sort of along the same lines. And an accomplishment journal is just keeping a list of what you get done every day. Don't treat it like a to-do list. Treat it like something that you're using to reward yourself, okay? That's what an accomplishment journal is because when you're having a day when you feel like nothing's happening, and we all have them, or you feel like nothing's going your way, or you feel like everything you try to finish for whatever reason just isn't getting done, then that's when the accomplishment journal helps because you have something that you can go back and kind of pat yourself on the back with, okay? But a compliments file is a little different. So what I want you to do with this is when someone pays you a compliment, it could be something really small. It could be you know, somebody noticing that you smile at them or that you stop to say hello to a stranger, okay? You know, it doesn't have to be a verbal compliment, okay? It could be body language. It could be, you know, maybe you sense positive energy from somebody. It could be anything along those lines. And I want you to keep track of that. And I don't know if you can take notes on your phone or if you can keep a little post-it pad in your bag and just make a note of every time you get a compliment, and then file that away somewhere at home, at your office, in a folder, maybe in your calendar, so that when you need to go back and take a look to give yourself a boost, then you've got something positive that can reinforce that, okay? And this is where I think all of us really discount the little things. We think unless somebody pays us a grand compliment and praises us for quite a while, we don't think it's worthy. And I'm telling you right now that that's totally not the case. Okay. So every single little thing matters. Everything. Okay. So if you stop and say hello to a stranger and they say hello back, they're paying you a compliment because they value what you just said. If you smile at a stranger on the street and they smile back, that's a compliment. Okay. If you hold the door open for somebody and they tell you, thank you, that's a compliment. Okay. I'm talking little things. And obviously, if people stop and say, you look really nice today. I really like the way your hair looks. I love that necklace. I like those earrings. Wow, you, like you've really, you've looked like you've really been working out. 
keep up the good work. Anything along those lines is obviously a compliment too. But I'm telling you this is that not to discount the small things. So start a compliment file for yourself and give it a catchy name. You know, something that maybe really piques your interest, maybe something that something that really applies to you. Maybe it can be something totally goofy that makes you laugh. Okay. Give it a name. Don't call it Allison's compliment file. It doesn't have to sound quite that academic. It can sound funny too. So think of it that way. Tip number five, and I've sort of already alluded to this, but I'm going to mention it again, is to scratch something off your list that's lurking. Okay. Maybe, and this is where we tend to push things off that are uncomfortable for us. You know, maybe this is something that, um, that we've been trying to finish and we just haven't quite finished it. Maybe it's something that we know is coming up. And a lot of uh, productivity experts will say, tackle the most difficult task of your day first. And maybe this is how you want to approach this. If you know something's coming up, maybe it's paying bills, maybe it's cleaning out a closet, maybe it's taking the car in to be serviced, maybe it's making that doctor's appointment that you've been dreading doing. It doesn't have to be anything big. But if you know it's something that's coming up and it's something that's kind of lurking over in the corner, you know, and that you know it's there, it's kind of like the pink elephant in the room. You know it's there, you don't want to address it, you'll do everything you can to go around it. Think of it that way, okay? So scratch something off your list that's really lurking, okay? Tip number six is spend five minutes visualizing what it is you want. And this is fun because this is where you get, is like I like to call this dream time. And you can maybe, it might be a trip you're wanting to do. It might be a place you're wanting to go. It might be a hobby you're wanting to do. Maybe it's a health and fitness goal. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's something else, okay? But when we visualize it, when we, that's when we allow the part of our brain that's creative to get more creative, okay? And again, this is strengthening the creativity space in our brain, which for a lot of us really doesn't get much time and attention. I'll be honest with you. I'm not a super creative person. I can think of different ways to do something, but I'm not really an artist, okay? But you don't have to be to spend five minutes to visualize what it is you want every day, okay? Because most of the time, if we're trying to work for something, whether it's something new, whether it's something, it might seem completely far out to us even from the get-go, okay? But most of the time, it's hard for us to move in the direction of what we want until we can imagine ourselves doing it. And this is really important. And even if you're not an entrepreneur, this is still, I think, a very important concept for life in general, okay? Spend five minutes visualizing something that you want, okay? Get really clear on the details. What does it look like? What does it feel like? What does it smell like? Um, does it mean that you're going to be able to do certain things? Does it mean that you move from your house to somewhere else? I mean, what does it look like? Get really clear on that, okay? Because this is this can be fun if you let it be fun. Don't treat it as a chore, though. I want you to treat it as something fun. And if there's something that you really want to do or something that really excites you, this is a great opportunity to really think about that a little bit more, okay? So spend five minutes visualizing what you want, okay? Next tip, take another route to work or take another route home, Okay. And take time to notice what you're noticing in nature. You know, like, I, like I've always said, we are creatures of habit. And I'll be honest with you, I take the same way to my office. I take the same way home. I take the same way to the yoga studio. 
I take the same way if I'm going to the grocery store. But every once in a while, I'll say, I wonder where this road goes. And I'll just go down another road. And you never know what might happen. You never know what you might pass. You never know what you might see. And it might just, again, give you a spark for a new idea. Okay, so take time to notice what you're noticing too. Tip number nine, get out of your comfort zone. Do something different today. Now, this might be something completely outrageous, and maybe it's not. A lot of people will say, you know, when you're really trying to push yourself to do something that scares you every day, and I don't think I'll take it quite that far, but do something that's out of your comfort zone today. Maybe it's speaking to a stranger. Maybe it's picking up the phone and making a cold call if you're in sales, or maybe you're trying to get yourself to do more of that. Okay. Maybe it's checking on a neighbor. Or maybe it's just something else. Maybe it's sending an email to somebody that's been on your mind for a while. Okay. Get out of your comfort zone and do something that's really not you today. Okay. Um, and the last one that I'm going to leave you with today, and this is something I've talked about before, is unplug for an hour during your day. Now, you might be sitting there saying, there's no way I can do that. Well, let me rephrase this. Turn off all your notifications on your phone and on your computer. Put your phone on airplane mode. And then direct your attention to something else where you're not going to be distracted. Okay. That's unplugging because what you're doing is you're unplugging your, your energy from other people's energy. Okay. And sometimes one of the biggest time sucks during our day is, is the email, the distractions, the phone ringing and all of that. And if at all possible, if you could minimize that for an hour, maybe you're in a position where you can't be away from your phone. Well, that's okay. I can appreciate that. But you can not check your email for an hour and the world will still go on. You cannot check your social media notifications for an hour and everything will still be okay. Nobody is going to die. Nothing is going to happen if you do that. Okay. So if you learn to do that, you give your brain a chance to unplug. And what you'll find is that when you go back to it, you'll be fresher. Hopefully you'll be more energized and maybe there may be something that you're struggling with that maybe you won't be struggling with quite so much, okay? Because remember, our minds get extremely heavy, just like our bodies can get heavy from the stress of everyday life, okay? And even if you say, well, I'm retired, I'm not really stressed right now, I'm doing all the things that I want. Yeah, I want you to stop and sit with that for just a minute because we all need self-care for our heads, because we all get in our heads too much. We all start thinking too much. We all start overthinking too much. Okay. So I'm not going to buy that from you and neither should you. Okay. So I hope that some of these tips have been helpful for you today. I would love to hear your feedback. Please feel free to reach out to me. Find me on Facebook, Allison Hannah Katzkowski. That's a hyphenated name. And I'm inviting you to also join my Facebook community, Living Your Ultimate Life Through Fitness and Self-Care. Please head on over if you're on Facebook and find us. Um, we would certainly love to have you. Or you're welcome to go to my website at www.cufitness.com, the letter C, the letter U, fitness.com, and drop us a message there. That's totally fine as well. I love being here with you every week, sharing all of these, all this cool information on how we can all take better care of ourselves. We get one time on this planet, y'all, one time, and we don't know when our number's going to come up. So what I'm encouraging you to do, not just this month, but every day, is what can we, what can you do to up your game? What can you do to take better care of yourself so that you show up 
for all the people that matter to you, for all the things that matter to you and all the things that you want to do with your life on this planet. Okay. So I'm challenging you with that. So every week this month, we're going to be tackling another aspect of self-care. Okay. So I hope you'll tune in and join me. Please feel free to share this podcast with someone that you may think needs to hear it. And also leave us a review. If there's something I say that really resonates with you, I would love to hear it. If you have feedback or suggestions, I would certainly love to hear that too. You can find us on all major platforms. You can find us on Apple. You can find us on iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and tune in as well as our home base of milehighradio.com. This is Allison Katzkowski. Thanks so much for tuning in to the ultimate journey of self-care. You are one step closer to living your ultimate life. Make it a big one.